millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Just $4.99 a month for your all-access pass. Playing now on Fandor is Nosferatu the Vampire. Count Dracula moves from Romania to Germany, spreading the Black Plague across the land. Only a woman of pure heart can bring an end to his reign of horror. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Fandor Podcast. Hello, Chris Kelly. Hello, Human. Hello, Bryn. Hello, hey, Bryn. guys. Good to be here. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, coming up in the Bay Area is the fourth annual Sonoma Valley Authors Festival, August 27th to the 29th at the Fairmont Sonoma Mission Inn. It's a three-day weekend lecture series where you get to hear from people in science, technology, medicine, current issues, TED Talk style format. Uh, tickets are still available. There's going to be amazing authors and speakers, Doris Kearns Goodwin, Amy Tan, H.R. McMasters, and this guy, Dan Russell. Oh, yeah. Now, listen, none of you know who Dan is, and everyone knows who Dan is. <laughs> Dan is Google's senior research scientist for search quality and user happiness. Dan, what exactly does that mean? What do you do exactly? Well, anybody who has a title as a leader of user happiness, it's it's sort of irretrievably a Californian title. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it's from Marin, right? Um, yeah, right. What, what user experience is, is... It's what you use, what your experience is when you use the computer or when you use Google or the cloud or whatever. So as a researcher of that, I study, well, what do you think of it? Do you understand it? To what degree do you not understand it? And so as a guy who does that kind of research for Google, I'm trying to understand how people think about and use Google or how they don't think about Google and how they misunderstand what it does. How long so you been at Google? Job. All right. How long you been there? 16 years. Next, you love your as, job? As of Monday. That's a good oh, run. Wow. You love that's your, a very good run. You love your job? I do. It's really, oh. <laughs> you know, it's it's part uh, being able to watch over sh people's shoulders as they do things. It's part trying to figure out how to make the whole thing better. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, they pay me because I can tell them how to make everything better, how to make it work more smoothly, how to help people understand what it can do. That's a pretty good job to have. <laughs> It is. Yeah. Um, Dan, uh, at the Authors Festival, at the Sonoma Mission Inn, what are you going to talk about? Well, it won't surprise you to learn that at an Authors Festival, I'll be talking about my book. Oh, yeah? What's your book? What's your book? Uh, funny you ask. Um, my book is called <laughs> The Joy of Search. Uh, and 
you know, it wasn't originally going to be called that. But my editor about two weeks before publication called me up and said, hey, we're changing the title because it was originally <laughs> going to be The Joy of Finding Out. And she said, you know, we're going to call it The Joy of Search. And I said, wait a second. You know, that's going to make people think of that other book. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's like, yes, I, I know that. <laughs> it, it, right. That's exactly what she said. She said, we know this. And I thought, you know, if you're willing to take that risk, go for it. So it's called The Joy of Search. And it's basically a bunch of stories about how to find things using Google or other online resources. And what I found in my work at Google and user experience research is, you know, people think they know how to use Google, but we have built this pl this Google-sized planetary computer system, mm -hmm. and we forgot to include the manual. Mm. So, so people think that they know how to do it. And one of the things I found is that by giving them just little tips, little hints, I can make them much more powerful, much more effective at what they do. Well, so that's a large part what the book's about. Let's 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 bring that down to the a level that we can all kind of digest a little bit more bite sized. So when people search for films, like what film should I watch? What advice would you give them? As how to be better searchers? Yeah, how to be better searchers, exactly. Well, um, so one thing to know is that when you do that query now, it's not the same as it was last week. It's not the same as it was three weeks ago or a month ago or a year ago or 15 years ago. So one thing to recognize is that Google is constantly getting better. So part of my job is to figure out how to make queries like that respond better to you. But if you're looking for advice, here's what I would say. Um, Look for a, a movie that is similar to what you really like, something like uh, movies like Apocalypse Now or uh, show me TV shows like Game of Thrones or whatever that is you want. So using that phrase similar to or like this, that will allow you, it will pop up a set of similar videos, a similar movies, similar films. That's, uh, and that's excellent advice. I mean, one of the, Google's great promise and the, one of the reasons that it sort of Ends up ended up raining as a search engine is its general simplicity, um, but those little tips can make a big difference. Um, yeah. you know, when when Google just put up the box initially when it was founded, I I, I represented Google um, early on uh, as an outside lawyer and and you know have been quite close to the team for quite some time cool. and and then have worked in the technology industry extensively. And but that that simplicity was was the right. one of the key offerings from the get go. Right. But but yeah. figuring out how to tune it well. And the personalization that's happened over time has been quite quite impressive. Yeah, you know, it, it's an interesting point because <clears throat> the deep dark reality is that the search results are not especially personalized. Um, oh, you may think yes. they are, but they're actually not, uh, which is which is an interesting thing to talk about. But more importantly, I think is that part of my job, and I think part of the engineers at Google, is trying to make it more like what you expect it to be so how can we make it more consonant with what you think a great search engine should do so you're absolutely right it's simple to use but we constantly are trying to make it better dan um you know we do this podcast for an independent streaming site called fandor and uh i am gonna get to your favorite kind of computer movies but before we get to that i am dying to know did you watch the social dilemma what did you think if you're in Silicon Valley and you didn't watch The Social Dilemma, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> so, yeah, of course, I watched it. Um, uh, everybody I know watched it. We all watched it. Um, I think my 
my main takeaway afterwards was really effective movie, really powerful movie that left a lot of nuance on the floor. And so, uh, so for example, uh, people believe that, in, in fact, in the movie they say, these companies are omniscient, all-knowing, and they track absolutely everything you do, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, you know, <laughs> let me tell you my reality as a researcher <laughs> at Google is it's really hard for me to get that data. And I have pretty high-level access, and if I can't get to it, and it's because we've got all these protections in place. And so that's part of the story that never gets told. No, it's it, yeah, right. I, I I feel that I put a lot of those protections in place for Facebook oh, um, well, when, when, when I was there, and 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 so it, it it is much more difficult and much more nuanced and much more challenging than I think. Yeah. Did did you work with Tristan Harris for a time since you've been there for so long? We we overlapped a little bit, okay. uh, and so I remember when he left. That was a pretty dramatic moment, and uh, so we didn't work well, closely well, on things, but we worked in the same sort of space. You know, visual design, interface design, how people think about computing. Absolutely. All right. So, Dan, what are your three favorite films about computers or the Internet or tech that we've heard about or haven't heard about? I think you've heard of them all. (laughs) 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 I I maybe not surprise you in the movies, but may surprise you with why. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
So I think the first one would be her, the Spike Jones movie. Oh, yeah. that was so good. It was excellent. It, it was it was a brilliant movie for a lot of reasons. One of which is you never see the virtual assistant. Exactly. And so you recognize the voice. You, you, you hear Scarlett Johansson, but you but you don't actually. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you remember that she's the second actor who worked on, who did the voice, right? It was yes. actually another actor. Yep. Previously, so <laughs> we did it in post. So that's, I, I like that movie a lot, partly because just cinematically, it works really well. It also works really well. It's a kind of vision of what a virtual assistant can do for us and can do to you. So mm. with respect to the social dilemma, that's one particular perspective on on the aspects of technology and what it in how it influences people in society. So that's my first one. Huh. My second movie would probably be 2001, A Space Odyssey, right? Uh, Again, not a huge surprise. 1968 movie that came out and for the first time really gave you a sense for what an embodied AI system would be like. There had been a lot of portrayals of AI systems in movies before, but that was the first time, it, uh, as a as a nascent computer scientist at the time, I thought, you know, that we could do that. We could do that, hmm. but we don't want to have that bug, right? <laughs> Where it goes paranoid. But it's right. an interesting. It, so it's almost a philosophical movie in that sense. I know there's the whole light show thing and the the the, the star trial, etc. But I was fascinated by the portrayal of the AI in the system. My third one which might be a surprise, um, is Tron Legacy from 2010. Okay. Um, you know, oh. you know, you may like it or not like it, but there's a couple of things about it that really struck me. First off, the CG is beautiful. It's huh. stylized and it's not high res CG in the way we think of it now, like you see in Star Wars, but the artistry is gorgeous. So I love it for the visual. Second big thing is that Tron the character, the title character, is actually transformed in, in this movie into the character Rinsler. I don't know if you remember this, but Tron becomes kind of corrupted by the system, by the evil system, the game system, and turned into this character Rinsler, who then, in the pivotal scene near the end of the movie, is piloting the jet fighter yeah. that then saves the main characters. And he utters that memorable line, I fight for the users. Right. And that's kind of my job. I fight for the users. Okay. <laughs> and wow. and, and also a little bit of a redemption story and a little bit of a, an expression of what I do. And also an incredible uh, Daft Punk soundtrack. Not forget that. It's, it's really amazing. Wow. You put a lot of thought in that. No, normally when we ask people, they're not that eloquent with their words. So thank you, Dan. <laughs> Nicely done, uh, Dan. Dan, uh, we're going to wrap it up here soon, but you working on any other books or any other past books that we should be looking at? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about, like I said, the joy of search <clears throat> at the Sonoma Valley Authors <clears throat> Festival. The next one coming up, which I hope to go back to the festival in a couple of years with, is um, going to be a book about unanticipated consequences. So it fits nicely into this theme of, you know, the social dilemma, 2001, the space odyssey about, you know, her and so on. When you build out technology, people say, well, how could it go wrong? And or I never expected that it would go wrong. So I've been thinking about this a lot and collecting and doing analysis of various stories about how technology went awry. Mm. And I think there's actually a set of patterns one can use to sort of analyze the next one. So let me ask you, what could possibly go wrong with electric vehicles? So the <laughs> book will be 
not an examination of electric vehicles, but of how technology comes into our society and how we can anticipate unanticipated consequences. So we don't have to be in the world of unanticipation. How Tesla does not become Skynet. Right. <laughs> now that is a deep, deep right. movie reference. Yeah. Terminator, everyone. <laughs> um, all right, Dan, listen, now that we've exposed who you are to the world, do you want everyone to leave you alone? Is there a way people can connect with you? What's your What's your story now? The, yes, yeah, connect with me. Um, it's easy. Uh, you go to thejoyofsearch.net, and then at the bottom of the page, there's a contact thing, and that will send me an email. And if you want to leave your contact information so I can get in touch with you, do that. Awesome. Wow. I can't believe that. All right. Well, all right, everyone. He, uh, his name is Dan. <laughs> and uh, he's speaking at the fourth annual Sonoma Valley <laughs> Authors Festival. Festival tickets are still available. SVAuthorsFest.org. Also, there's going to be a virtual festival available anytime, anywhere on demand from October 23rd to November 13th. Dan, Russell, thank you so much for your time, man. Thanks so much, Dan. Thanks. Yep. This is great. Exactly. Thank you yep. so much. Thank you for tuning in. Today's show is brought to you by Fandor. Sign up online or in the app for a free one-week trial. Playing now on Fandor is Nosferatu the Vampire. Count Dracula moves from Romania to Germany, spreading the Black Plague across the land. Only a woman of pure heart can bring an end to his reign of horror. That's F-A-N-D-O-R. The home for cinephiles. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.